Hey everyone, it's Pacific, and no one else. Definitely not an SCP that's breached containment to commit identity theft. And welcome to the penultimate episode of Class of 76. If you're just joining us, the best place to start is at Part 1. Next week, our limited series comes to a close, and after some short time off in January, we'll be back with more anthology SCPs in 2024 and even an all-new merch store launching soon. There's tons of exciting new things coming down the pipeline, and the best place to hear them all is on our Patreon, which you can follow for free. You can follow us at patreon.com scp underscore pod. There's also a link to our Patreon in the show notes below. Speaking of which, I want to give a big shout-out to the patrons joining us this week. Thanks to... Brian. Frejon. Shalom Pizza Boy. Alan White, Caleb Rosvillas, Xander Brown, Kyle Allred, Names Are Hard, Christopher Estrada, Aiden Miel, Nanners, Catlin Slinker, and Charles Smith. And now, a quick ad break and then this week's episode. seeking the source of the breach. An ascension is gaining strength by the moment. If we don't want to... This service right if we went under. We've been under. Now either we walk out together or I'll drag you out. You dragged me in? I can't see why you wouldn't drag me out. Yes, I'm truly a monster. Tell me all about it when we get back to the bunker, please. I don't have the time or the patience to attempt to rationalize my position yet again. We both know what comes next. We need to distance ourselves from the sonic lure of the lake and get back to the bunker. If everything went according to plan, we should finally be able to determine how to communicate with the sentient. Why don't we just take your PPE off and see what happens? Huh? That's what you wanted, right? We should have no problem hearing its voice now. Helm. What the hell do you think you're doing? You know exactly what I'm doing. Stop it, Elm. Give me your hands. I won't. 
You want so badly to hear its voice? Then here's your chance! You're being foolish. And you're a lunatic! Now is not the time. We have to... Look at, look at what we did, Ash! Look at this boy! We're on the verge of... I don't care! I don't... <clears throat> You... You fool. You nearly... You will continue, Dr. Stevens. Even if I have to drag you kicking and screaming the rest of the way. We will finish what we started. You think you know what's going on. Just keep walking. But you don't have a clue. Oh, yeah? You're not some kind of satanic sicko out here fucking around at Whispering Lake? This has nothing to do with Satanism, man. Oh, really? But wasn't that you that was bragging about his old man and how he was some hot shit Satanist? How I'd rue the day that I crossed your path. Well, that part's true. But it ain't got nothing to do with what's going on here. I just wanted you to... Uh-huh. Keep moving. I'm serious, man. Yes, it's true. The doctor chose me because he knew that I would be an asset for his smokescreen with my old man being who he is. But he never even got to put me into play. Not in that way. His smokescreen? Yeah, man. All the graffiti on the mills and all the little altars and, and the gutted cats and the anonymous tips and over a hundred other misdirections. That was us. It was all about creating the narrative. The doctor is a fucking genius at that stuff. The gutted cats are a nice touch. I almost believe you. This is Subterfuge 101, man. If everyone's on the lookout for some kind of satanic cult, they're sure as hell not gonna be looking for... Not looking for what? Nothing. Never mind, forget I said anything. No. What were you going to say? What won't we be looking for? You won't be looking for the enemy among you. The wolf in sheep's clothing. What's that supposed to mean? All this bullshit about the Satanists. The Doc is using Satanism because he knows it'll split down here in the sticks. Outsiders and insiders. Yeah? So what? Well, if you're looking for an outsider, a stranger then an insider can operate without fear of discovery. Bullshit. Whatever, man. Don't believe me. I could care less anyways. It's almost over. Who then? Who's the insider? Hey, stop, goddammit! I want to know who it is! Hey! Fuck you! No! Give me that! I will! I will! I will! I will! You... You... <sighs> <sighs> Oh my god. You... I... I did it. That's Holly's dad's knife. You fucking hick! Please. Please? Please what? Oh. Oh man, really? Your little friend? That's all you care about? See, that's the thing I was saying. This whole thing, it's too big for your little mind. Don't hurt him. I hate to tell you this, kid, but your friend, 
He's long gone. No. No. You should be... Should be worrying about yourself. Please, don't. Whatever, man. You're... You should have just kept running. There's nothing I can do for you now. Don't. I'm out of here. Thanks for getting me headed back in the right direction, kid. Good luck. Ladies first. You try anything stupid and lover boy back here gets added to my work in Bunker 2. I don't want to. I'm not asking. If you want, I'll just put a bullet in your leg and drop you 15 feet to the ground and then toss Prince Charming here down on top of you. It's okay, Cindy. Let, let, let's just do what he says. That's right, Cindy. Let's just do what he says. Okay. I'll, I'll go down. Good girl. Mind the mess at the bottom of the ladder. We had a little accident earlier. Okay, you're up. Okay. If you're thinking of something. I'm not. Like knocking me off the ladder, or grabbing something to club me, or stab me with, or any other heroics, I'd highly advise that you put that thought out of your head. No, I won't. Those bodies you saw down in that bunker, that's all in a day's work for me. And it's just the tip of the iceberg. Trust me. You do not want to test my metal kit. Just go along, and I promise you, you'll make it out of this thing. Try anything stupid, and I'll kill you. But not until after you've watched me kill her. You got it? I... I, I got it. Good man. Go on, then. Head down. And then, when you get there, you and your lady friend move to the wall furthest to your left, along the lockers. Understood? Yes, sir. All right. Go on. Move off to the side, like I told you. Okay, we're up against the lockers. <clears throat> Smart move. Now listen up, we're gonna make this quick. Whose... whose blood is that? That? Oh, don't worry about that. Like I said. We had a little accident down here. An accident? Is this 20 questions? Don't worry about the fucking blood. The only thing you need to be thinking of is how happy you are that it isn't yours. Now, enough with the chit-chat. I need you to listen very closely and follow my instructions. Understood? Understood? Yes. Yes. Okay, then. Cindy. It's Cindy, right? Yes. I want you to come over here and sit in this chair. I, I don't... This is not a fucking discussion. Get your ass over here. It's gonna be all right. Just... No. <laughs> Pick it up. Don't. Set it right. Oh, no. Please. Now sit. I'm sorry. And you're Lee? Yes, sir. 
Lee, in the cabinet, just behind Cindy there, you're going to find some rope. I want you to reach into that cabinet and grab the rope. Got it? Yes, sir. Go ahead, then. That's it. Lee, do you know how to tie a handcuff knot? No, no, I, I... Do you know how to tie a clove hitch? Yes. Same principle. I want you to use a clove hitch here, two of them, to bind Cindy's hands behind her back and then to the chair, okay? Okay. It's going to be okay, I promise. Lee's right, Cindy. I'm not interested in hurting you. I just need to make sure you don't do anything stupid. It's going to keep all three of us safe and sound. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tie your wrists, okay? Okay. And there you go. I didn't even have to show you. Were you a scout, Lee? Yes, sir. That's what I thought. So was I. Now, I want you to pick up that other chair and face it away from me. And I'm going to do the same thing for you as you just did for Cindy. Capiche? Okay. Don't do anything stupid, kid. The worst of it's almost past. And just like that, safe and sound. And now, we can all relax. Ollie, you didn't get Cindy's rope secure enough. Not a smart move. Is that too tight? No. Good. Now, I'm going to pull you two into the main room here and out of the galley where I can keep an eye on you and get ready. As soon as the doctor gets here, we'll have our chat and then, just like I promised, we'll probably cut you loose. Probably? You, you, you said... Just relax, kid. It's not up to me. It's the doctor's call, but I can't see any reason why he'd want you two around. But... It's a moot point, kid, and I don't have time to discuss it. I've got to prepare. I haven't even started yet, thanks to you two. Now hold tight. We're going for a little ride. <clears throat> Easy there. I'm going to put you right next to him. Now there's one last thing I need to mention. I don't want to hear another sound out of you two. If I hear so much as a peep, I'll take your tongue right out of your mouth. I did it a hundred times in the jungle, and I'm damn good at it. That goes for both of you. No matter what you see or hear, you keep your mouth shut until we're done here. Got it? Yes. Got it, Lee? I got it. Great. I hope you do. back. Better late than never. Agent Hoska, Stein, you alright? We're good. A little sketchy there for a minute, 
but I think we avoided the worst possible outcome. Agent Hoska? I'm okay. I... I think I may be compromised, though. I... The lake has... It knew about my ex-wife, Sandy. It was definitely in my head. It's a tough break, Hoska. I know how it is. When a cognito hazard like this breaks the seal, so to speak, it can be damn disconcerting. Yes, sir. But, unfortunately, we've still got to secure this site. And given our remote location and the unexpected events the last 12 hours, it is absolutely critical that we stay the course. And I'm going to need both of you to do that. Sir, are we... Are we calling in... Are we calling in reinforcements? Well, we have Agent Cooper here. We both met him back at the lodge. Agents. Cooper? Hey. And even though I was a little unsure about where we stood just an hour ago, before this last incident, we saw something on the way in that put me over the top. Along with a little nudge by Agent Cooper here. What's that? Why don't you fill him in, Coop? <sighs> sure. While you two were out here securing the site, we attempted to interview a possible suspect. There, we came across some documents that indicate that the bad actor that we have here in Magnolia is actually a Foundation scientist. What? You've got to be shitting me. Well, let me correct that. Former Foundation. A Dr. Elm Stevens. Harper's been in touch with the Hive, and they've informed us that Dr. Stevens was last seen approximately 38 months ago at an undisclosed location. Likely the lab at Cheyenne Mountain. Although some of the details are a little fuzzy, by all accounts, Dr. Stevens pretty much dropped off the face of the Earth after a first-hand sight encounter that had gone catastrophically wrong. That's right. Stevens was investigating certain historical and anthropological findings near this very site when it's reported that he encountered an unknown secondary site. You're talking about this site? There's two sites, not one. Not exactly. It's a single-site SCP, but Stevens, the unlucky son of a bitch that he is, fell into a sinkhole just beyond the perimeter. He went under? He did. And then what? So Stevens goes under, but somehow isn't captured by the site. It just so happens that he is pulled out almost immediately by his team. Naturally, he's subjected to a full evaluation by the Foundation. According to the Hive, there did appear to be some anomalous findings in his psyche valve, but he wasn't deemed a potential danger. He was, of course, still removed from his role as a site investigator, but other than that, he appears not to be compromised. As we all know, this site, once it gets under your skin, that's it. The operator, or in this case, scientific investigator, becomes a potential liability. The Foundation has strict protocols in place. Does that mean I... Like I said, Hoshka, if the situation was different, I'd have you in the car and headed west as we speak. But... There's more. That's right. More keeping me here, even though I'm a liability at this point? Exactly. As we were driving out here, we passed by a potentially larger problem than anything that Dr. Stevens might be cooking up. Bigger than a rogue Foundation scientist meddling with the site. That's hard to believe. Believe it. We think that there's a group of concerned citizens currently being led by a crackpot sheriff heading in this direction. Headed here for what? We've no idea. 
But there is a chance that our new sheriff, Sheriff West, believes that the site is not a toxic waste site, but rather an energy vortex that appeals to Satanists and other fringe groups. Groups that he is convinced are responsible for the recent deaths of Tammy Halona, and now Sheriff Kubo. And the disappearance of the county boy earlier. And that. You've got to be kidding me. I wish I were, Agent. How many people? I'd put the number somewhere about 150. 200, maybe. I know West. He's a fanatic, but he's also spineless, which is why he's surrounding himself with like-minded folks. So that he can use their ignorance and their objection to authority to throw around his weight. It is our hope that we will be able, through some common-sense diplomacy, to stop West and his followers at the gate here, and nothing more will come of it. But what if we don't? In the briefing... You indicated to us that a global event could be triggered by a very small number of incursions into the lake. 150? That's way over the numbers outlined. I'm aware. Which is why, as I was saying, with our new operating protocols and at Cooper's insistence, I've gone ahead and made the call to bring in emergency containment. What'd they say? A level 5 containment team is being dispatched as we speak, and they are keeping all options on the table. Including... The failsafe. That's right. You two are able to deploy all five devices, I take it? Yes, sir. And the triggers? The manual trigger is active, but due to the heightened subsonic levels we've been seeing, we were unable to set the passive, a.k.a. the automatic trigger. The automatic trigger? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a trigger that's activated if the site's subsonic emanations reach the previously established upper ceiling for safe containment. If we'd set it according to what the Foundation had in the playbook, it would have already triggered. Whatever is happening here, it is a completely unique event, something that the Foundation has never witnessed. Are we talking just about the levels? Yes, the levels are at a previously unrecorded high. There's also something... something else at play here. Like what? We've been looking at that. We think it's one of two things. Go ahead. Either we have wildly faulty equipment giving us questionable data, or... Yeah? Or the site itself is somehow altering the data. The site itself? I understand. 2163, according to most of what's in the file, is thought to be completely mechanistic, even if operating with a kind of prehistoric agency. But it could be that... It's completely sentient? That's a distinct possibility. Fuck me. You took the words right out of my mouth. Okay, well, this is definitely unexpected, but it doesn't change what we need to do. Are we going to be searching for the site of the breach? Unfortunately, we have to. We can't leave a hole in the wire, especially considering we don't know who or what is going in and out of it. Which means that we are going to be an additional man down here at the gate. I can go. I'm afraid not, Hotchka. Like I said, the site gets under your skin. It's gonna have to be you, Stein. Not a problem. It should go without saying, but you are absolutely under no circumstances to enter the site. Of course. Cooper, Hotchka, and myself will form a wedge defense here at the gate for the sheriff and his cohorts while you do your perimeter search. If you find the breach and can close it, do so. What if I can't secure it? 
What do you think, Cooper? I think that West is the potentially bigger threat right now, primarily because of the size of his contingent, but but that's without knowing what's going on beyond the perimeter. And without knowing what the hell Stevens is up to. If we got bodies going into the water... That's a problem. Agreed. For the time being, find the breach, and if you can, report back what the hell's going on. If it looks like you're seeing potential for another breach, you've got to hang tight. Lock it down. If we get into something we can't handle here, I'll send up a flare. And that's your signal to head this way. Okay, got it. Do not leave your post without seeing that flare. Understood. Why? There may be some gunplay here. Especially if we got law enforcement involved on the wrong side. You'll need to stay frosty while we lock it down. Loud and clear. All right, boys. This is why we do what we do. This is no exaggeration. A potential Class 5 event. Which means we have to keep this site secure no matter what the consequences. Any chance that the containment team arrives before the contingent of Holy Rollers? Less than none. I... I may have waited too long on this one. But hopefully... That's just my pessimism rearing its ugly head. With any luck, Wes and his people can be dissuaded with some common-sense reasoning. And you'll be able to secure our breach point against any future incursions by Dr. Stevens until our team arrives. Do we think that Stevens is operating alone? Cooper? No, we do not. Boys, be long gone. We can go right in. I wouldn't count on it, Deputy. You should have seen the look on that Fed's face when they rolled past us. Like someone just told him. The fox is in the hen house. Well, there's no doubt that that's the truth of the matter, but he looked. He looked like a man possessed. Couldn't have said it better myself, brother. I can't help but think that it was God Almighty's great and mysterious will that had him passing our flock like that. Why is that? Because we all saw that face. Didn't we, folks? Didn't we all see the face of that poor wretch as he passed us by? Yes! Yes! And don't we know, brothers and sisters, that we are not the children of this world and the prince of this world. Hallelujah! Amen! Yes, we did! Hallelujah! But we are the children of the Almighty God. And when we are called to do His bidding, even if that means facing down the devil himself, we will answer that call. Like the good book warns us. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him. And again, it tells us, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life Neither angels nor demons, 
neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God sing his praises brothers and sisters Amen. Yes, Lord. praise God Brother West. Absolutely inspired, Brother Eldon. It is not me, brother, but the Lord that works through me. Wondrous. Simply wondrous. Brother West, there is something that I must do. Yes? Yes, I have to depart. Just ahead and prepare the way for my flock. Depart? But why? I can't explain it to you right now, brother. But I promise you that in good time, you will understand. But I can't. These people are following you. And now, they are following you. You see that now, don't you? Kubo being called home at just this moment. I... I don't... Do not doubt, brother. The Lord will give us a mighty victory. And I promise you that you will see me at the lake. You're heading to the lake? Of course. We all are. I'm just taking a different path. stirs in thy dark belly where wounded souls are tempted by what's born of beasts and tamed and smiling that hungers for our prayers to die I need to Abundant and 
Hey everyone, Pacific here with a quick ad break and a reminder. You can get access to ad-free episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com scp underscore pod. Thanks for listening, and now, back to our show. Rowan! Aspen? I knew you'd be back. At least one of us did. It was touch and go for a second there. At the mills? I saw the glow. That part ended up being the easy bit. Oh yeah? I... I ran into the sheriff's kid out there. Little shit jumped me. Said he followed me all the way from here. He said what? He jumped me. Knocked me around quite a bit. But I was able to turn the tables on him. How did you... You think a sheriff's kid would have had the brains to pat me down? He didn't. So he got the business end of this. Holly's knife? Damn straight. You killed him? I... I I think so. It was... It all happened so fast, I... First time? Supposed to feel this way, kid. It gets easier. There's something else. What's that? He said that he was with his friends when he stumbled into the bunker. Uh, they may already be bringing the law right to... Nope, I got him. One of the little shits had gone down into two and left his lunch. Got me out of the hole. Holy shit. Did you... I ran him down and got him tied up in the common area. Take a look. Shit, man. I guess we've both been busy. Sounds like it. So what's the plan? I'm getting some things ready for... Are we expecting guests? Yes. Who? Everybody. Hello, Rowan. Long time no see, brother. Eldon? And who is this? Eldon, this is Aspen. He is our most recent migration. Aspen, this is Eldon, our inside man. It's a pleasure to finally put a face to the name. The pleasure is all mine, Aspen. I'm so sorry that I haven't had the opportunity to come out to visit yet. Things have been busy as of late. Busy? <laughs> yes, my brother. Very, very busy. The doctor has had me gathering a great sacrifice for our cause. A sacrifice? We don't have the time now, kid. Eldon, fill him in later. Doc should be here any minute, and we've got work to do. Of course. Of course. You heard him, Aspen. We'll have to catch up on my work later. Suffice to say, I've bore the word of the Lord. But it is our brother, Rowan, here that bears the sword. And it is the sword that must be wedded for this particular moment. I'm glad you agree. Let's get going. Aspen, you know what to do. I'm on it. Where should I start? When have the kids start with the stripper clips and the empty mags while you head into the tunnel into Bunker 2 for the hardware? I'm going into 2. Why me? I can't do it. I've got two uninvited guests to attend to. 
uninvited guests. Two kids roaming around topside. I had to bring them down. Where? Just through there, in the main commons. Why aren't they hooded, Rowan? God bless it, they're looking right at us. It ain't gonna matter one way or the other. According to the doctor, this is our last hurrah. Jesus, Rowan. You know who that is, don't you? Who what is? The girl. Am I interrupting something? No, no, you're not interrupting. Please, come on down. I'm glad you made it back. I take it the boy... He didn't make it. Doctor, are you aware of who Rowan has down here with him? Ah, you were able to catch the intruder. Ended up being two intruders. A couple of kids from town, out here snooping around because of the Holona girl. Take a look, Doc. Just through there. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> this is... It really couldn't have happened any other way, could it? What do you think Dr. Stevens is going to say? <laughs> oh, my dear friend. I can only imagine. I suspect that he'll attempt one final time to get out of this. This mess we've made. But unfortunately for him, there is only one way forward. What? Who is it? That young lady there. Yeah? That is Cindy Stevens. The apple of Elm's eye. He isn't going to like to see her bound, I can assure you of that. Well, I had no idea. I'll... You'll leave her for the time being. The good Elm is indisposed at the moment, but he'll be coming along shortly. I'll discuss everything with him when the time comes. How are the preparations going? We're making the final preparations now. We'll be ready to roll in less than 20. Ah, well then. Time is short. Eldon was just heading to Bunker 2 for the hardware, and I got the kid working the mags. Why don't you head into 2, Rowan? I need to have a word with Eldon before Elm arrives. What about... Don't worry about them. I'll keep a close eye. Besides, where could they possibly go with all of us here? I don't... No, they'll be fine. Go ahead, please. Get the things necessary for our work so that Eldon and I can have a quick discussion. Of course, Doctor. I'll be back right away. Thank you, Rowan. Oh. oh, goodness. Two is really long past the date. I've got to thank you for that. I wasn't looking forward to going in there. That's all well and good. We'll be gone from here shortly. But I want to discuss something else with you. A delicate matter that only you can handle for me. Of course, Doctor. Go ahead. I've been taking a look at some of the data from the Halo from our last incursion. Yes? And my god, Eldon, we are so tantalizingly close. That's wonderful news. I won't bore you with the details. I know you have little interest in the jargon of our work. Not at all, Doctor. It's not that I have no interest, it's just that... It's fine. I have Elm to discuss those matters with. The point I want to make to you is that we are close, my friend. Just as I promised. To the kingdom. Now, you're talking my language. 
even at the gate. Amen, Doctor. But, just like God himself had to sacrifice his own son in order that all men be made free from sin, so too will Elm have to make the ultimate sacrifice. Are you saying... I can't speak it. If I do, he'll know. But you know, my son, what is in my heart, don't you? Yes, Doctor. I know. Very good. And you know what must be done. I do. That's... That's good, Elton. I wasn't sure who I could trust with this... With this... Final... Difficult task. You can count on me, Doctor. I've always known you'd lead us here. And now, praise God, we are here. Just like you said. I'll do anything that must be done. Yes, Elden. I know that you will. And it fills my heart with joy. How will I know? Just wait for my sign. Like Paul on the road to Damascus. Praise God. You'll know it when you see it. And you'll know what to do. Let the Lord guide your hand. Yes, Doctor. And what should we do with... I'll handle that. As a matter of fact, I think I sense him coming. Why don't you go into the other room and tend to our guests? Keep them quiet. I'll need some time alone with Elm. Of course, Doctor. If you need anything... I'll call for you. Kid, you good to go? I think so. Let's have a look. Okay. All right. One, two, three, four, five magazines. Good. Three frags, two incendiaries. I'd rather have all five incendiary. Life's full of these little disappointments, kid. Trust me, you'll want something with more punch if we encounter the agents barricaded. Or worse. Worse? If they've got local reinforcements. There's something to burn, though. I promise to make sure you get it. Got it. Tighten this flak jacket here. Your bandoliers are going to be bouncing all over the place. And you'll be sorry. Here? That's it. Don't I need a helmet or something? This ain't full combat, kid. We're going in lean and mean. Weapon and ammo only. No ruck, no helmet, no canteens. Just keep your head down unless you're looking down your sights. Okay. Like I said before, you and I will be five meters apart. Under no circumstances are you to advance or retreat without me exactly five meters to your left. You understand? I do. Tell me why. If I advance ahead of you, I risk being in your line of fire. And? And if I retreat without you, I put you into my line of fire. Exactly. I'd like to avoid both situations at all costs. Understood? Got it. Scared, kid? No. You should be. Uh, okay. M maybe a little. Just stick close to me. Watch your firing lines and do exactly as I say. We'll clean these chumps out in no time. Maybe back here drinking a beer before their bodies are cold. You think so? I know so. Superior firepower, kid. We've got M16s, 100 magazine rounds apiece, and explosives. If they're lucky... They've got service revolvers and maybe a couple of shotguns between them. 
we're gonna wipe them out. Right. Goddamn right. Now let's get topside. We're going through the tunnel and out bunker two. I thought... You've been cleared. We've got no more secrets to hide from you. The stink has got awful in there, though. And I don't have time to explain it, so don't ask. Just keep your eyes on my back and let's move out quickly. Get on top without losing our dinner. Okay. Eldon, we're heading out. Let the doc know that we'll have you guys clear to the lake in 15. Will do, Brother Rowan. Godspeed. Thanks, Elton. See you back here in a bit. Elton. Hello. Are you... Ah. Uh, you son of a bitch. You put me out. I didn't want to do it, Elm. You know that. You left me no choice. You were attempting to remove... Uh, oh, don't tell me about being left with no choice. If anyone here has left the other with no choice, it's you leaving me with no choice. You realize that, don't you? I suppose this... Don't suppose, Ash. Don't even bother. You told me that I'd be able to settle here. You'd conduct your research to get us out of this mess, and I'd build a life for me and Cindy. I know what I said, Elm. But how could we have known? This is bigger than us. This is the next epoch of human evolution. Spare me. It's true. And I think that somewhere deep down, you know it. It's why you've supported me this whole time. Why you've done things just lately that you never thought you were capable of. No. No, I... When the history books are written in the distant future, it will be this moment in time that delineates the past from the present. There will be no more B.C., no A.D. Christ will be long forgotten. Only the sentient will remain as the lodestar by which our species navigates the future. Even if all that's true, I've... I've lost my soul in the bargain, Ash. What will it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Now you're starting to sound like Elden. No more than you do, when it suits you. Now that offends you? That I've manipulated Elden to our ends? It's not just Elden, Ash. It's me, too. And Rowan, and Holly, and Aspen, Hazel, Oliver, Nash, Park, Tamara. <laughs> I can go on and on and on. We've all been merely a means to an end for you. That's not true, Elm. I don't deny that our subjects have been a means, but that's not true for us. Ever since we were first brought together, it was clear that there was a reason. A purpose. Don't. You can deny it if you want. And you know that I'm not given to esoteric explanations or notions of fate or cosmic unity or whatever. But it is clear that from the moment the sentient called you into the lake, we were meant to be together. But to what purpose, Ash? You think it's something noble and grand, but I'm telling you, we've become instruments of destruction, not creation. You don't believe that. I do. Then why? I... I don't know. I guess it's only now that my eyes are open. I'll tell you why. The doubt that you're giving voice to right now, it's natural. It's all a part of our gaining a greater understanding of the sentient's will. It has become a part of us, guiding us, knowing our thoughts and desires. 
I think you're right about that. Then you see. But I don't agree with your sentiment. It certainly has become a part of us. And it most certainly has bred an intimacy in our very souls. But not in some magnanimous way. Just as I and our subjects are means to your end, so too are we merely means to the sentience end. Nothing but... You wouldn't say that if you saw this. What's that? It's just like I said. It's the Rosetta Stone. Is it then? Now just be aware. I'm taking some liberties here, but... I believe that we are... I believe that this is the first... Completely cognizant message intended specifically for us. You and I. What makes you say that? It addresses you by name. Impossible. No, Elm. Inevitable. Like I've been saying. Let me see that. What you're seeing there is the rendering that we've been working on. With Mr. Perez's sacrifice, as you can see, the range that the sentient is communicating in is now only three separate wavelengths. If we parse them, as we've done here... The phonemes emerge. Exactly. Just as we suspected. And... They're English. They are indeed. But what does this mean? It's English, but there's no... There's no syntax. Not yet. This does us no good. It's as worthless as... How can you say that? Because there's nothing here but monosyllabic nonsense. This isn't intelligence. No intelligence? That's ludicrous. This creature has, through a quite deliberate process, instructed us precisely on how to communicate with it. Yes, it has taken us years to accomplish, but not because of any lack of intelligence on its part, but rather due to a lack of intelligence on our part. Imagine if we'd been looking here all along. We'd have unraveled this years ago. Who knows how far along we'd be with respect to fluid communication. We should have been murdering children all along? Please, Helm. You're missing the big picture. And that always seems to be the case with you, Ash. We, in our limited understanding, approach this site like our race always does. With its finest tool, the scientific method. Which means we would have to stumble upon the correct answer, rather than reasoning our way to it. That's not scientific at all. Stumbling upon the answer after killing a girl? But it is. Don't you see? Tammy. She was our eureka moment. The singular experiment that pointed us finally in the correct direction. Think penicillin. Think gunpowder. Think... The elixir of life. Precisely. The Chinese alchemists, in their search for the elixir of life, stumbled upon arguably the most paradigm-shifting discovery of all time. They, without any intention, changed the world. And now? Thanks to Tammy Lynn Halona, we will too. What do you see here, Ash? In this message? I won't speculate. That would be foolish at this point. Not when we're so close to finally having a clearer understanding. Then what? We have to go back. We need to duplicate the experiment. One last time. <laughs> That's madness! But who do you plan on throwing into the lake now? I... I'm going to show you something, Elm. I want you to... I want you to brace yourself. 
At first glance, it's going to be quite a shock. What? Turn around, Elm. Oh my god. What? What's she doing here? Dad? Who are you talking to? Elden, the door. SCP Archives was created by Pacific S. Obadiah and John Grills. Class of 76 was written by F. Cole Serrano. Lee Hillerman was Brian David Gilbert. Cindy Stevens was Madeline Moore. Ren Kubo was played by Crandon Nguyen. Al Perez was played by Jimmy Ferrer. Elm Stevens was played by Graham Rowat. Thaddeus Cooper was played by Damon Alums. Deputy West was played by Chud Nellis. Deputy Andrews was played by Anver Magmud. Jack Harper was played by John Grills. Stein was Vic Collins. Hauschka was Scott Paladin. Dr. Ash Calder was Chris Young. Eldon was Atticus Jackson. Rowan was Nate DeFore. Aspen Daniels was Dustin Parsons. Our dialogue editor was Daisy McNamara. Music was by Matt Roy Berger. Sound design was by Dana Creaseman. Showrunner was Daisy McNamara. Producer was Pacific S. Obadiah. Executive producers were Tom Owen and Brad Miska. This is a Bloody FM show. For more information, visit bloody.fm. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.